Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the It's been 84 years. Bruce it, man! You're back! You're back, man! <laughs> Uh, you know, I usually use that soundbite as a joke. Uh-huh. It's been 84 years, but it actually might be true this time. Didn't see that one coming. For the first time in Vent Lab history, we went 17 days. 17 days. 17 days with no content. There wasn't even like anything there was we nothing. didn't upload any videos no Absolutely social nothing. media we pretty much went dark uh, it was pretty dark over here yeah yeah i apologize guys there's there's a very legitimate reason for that and it wasn't us just um being away and having fun i wish it was i wish we were just like super irresponsible because we were like having the time of our lives Quite the but, opposite. No, my world like literally flipped upside down and it totally came as a surprise. Yep. yep Not yep. that any of those things are ever planned, but like, like I'm, I think I'm to the point now where I'm like afraid to text my friends when something happens where I'm like, uh, because you're guys, something new. Because they're going to be like, oh gosh, well, it's exhausting. you're afraid to be that like, right friend. Now it's exhausting to be my friend. Literally in one it's month. Always. Hold on. Hold on. It's always been exhausting to be your friend. <laughs> don't don't hold yourself up to that. It's always been exhausting. So don't be afraid. Okay. Anyway, continue. Literally in one month's time, my family faced losing four people that were very close to us. Like oh. four immediate family members in three weeks time. That's that's unusual, right? Like in traumatic? Yeah. Yeah. Four family members. Two of them are doing fantastic, by the way. I'm no longer worried about losing two of my family members. Okay, okay. So you whenever you say the other you two faced, aren't quite outfaced. That doesn't mean that four people actually like you didn't lose four people but you faced the so here's here's the good idea, thing idea the possibility four people that we had the potential of losing we didn't lose like whoa yeah so like that was great yeah that was great we potentially could have lost sounds like somebody's home at my house we could have potentially lost four really close family members and we didn't lose any of them so that that's the bright spot in all yeah, of this. Yeah, the silver lining. Is, yeah, is that nobody nobody did die. That is so good. That was really good. Yeah. Um. So I left. I can't even tell you when it was that I left. Originally, I went to Georgia. Right. Because right. Right. My parents both had the Rona. Uh huh. And they were very very ill, and I went down to take care of them, and that was like that was pretty traumatic. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to up and leave and take my work equipment with me. And so, you know, slowed the process down with the podcast when I had to do that. Right. We skipped a a few shows, came back home. And then my husband, actually, my husband got some news while I was in Georgia with my parents that his dad wasn't doing very well. And so I came back home and then his dad went from not doing very well 
to having a pretty traumatic medical situation and ended up in the hospital. So my husband had to quickly up and out. So right when I came back, my husband left. Yeah, it was it was like you guys high-fived on your way yep, out the door. That's pretty much what happened. He went and took care of his parents, um, brought his dad back home. And then we were like, okay, so we're going to have to wait to find out like the official diagnosis of what's actually going on with his dad. Okay, that's, that's a lot to handle. And then he came back, and that weekend we had a critical medical emergency with my 16-year-old daughter. She was one week away from turning 17. She is 17 because, like I said, everybody right, everybody, everybody lived. Which are um, pretty, I mean, those are pretty good results. Yeah, and I know that's really vague, but we really want to protect um, her privacy because of her age and letting her be able to tell her story of what happened because mm-hmm. it, was, it was pretty traumatic. And uh, we ended up in the hospital for a long period of time, but everybody's home now. Yeah. And then and then my father-in-law got his diagnosis, which is really sad. He has terminal cancer. Yeah, that's rough. So, yeah. I I hate to be like the total bummer there, but like <sighs> we had a lot of bad news and a lot of terrible things that happened and there's a lot of stuff that we still have to work through from it. But thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your patience and Guys, for sticking in there with us and not having any idea what was going on. And also for like just respecting our privacy in that time and that mm-hmm. we were so quiet because it's just, it, it still is a lot, but I'm handling it better than I had been handling it before. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, uh, leading off with you faced losing four family members, uh-huh. there's four people in your family. So it kind of just sounds like. Your entire family. Like, oh, we yeah, almost it was like lost a, everybody in our house. Like a car crash or no, something. No, it was his parents and a child. Mm. Yeah. And not, yeah, okay. <clears throat> like, just to tell you a, a couple fun low points here. No, none of them were fun. But, like, now it's, like, interesting to, to talk about, sure. like, some of these things. So, yeah, interesting is a good word. So, the first night I was in the hospital with my daughter, it was a really, like, stressful day. I, the next morning, woke up at like 4 a.m. and wasn't feeling that great. And that quickly progressed to like me needing to throw up. I spent my morning at the hospital laying on a public bathroom floor, vomiting consistently throughout the entire morning. But I didn't want to tell anybody like that I was sick. Like I wasn't going to tell any of the nursing staff. Right. And I didn't want to freak out my daughter because she was already dealing with her own health emergency. And I didn't want, like, her to, like, feel like, oh, my gosh. Now, my mom's not doing very well either. I was trying to be really strong for her. Pretty sure I have an STD on my face now because I, like, had to, like, I was so weak at one point that I, like, laid my face down on the public toilet seat and, like, just rested there. You can't And I was like, just say that. <laughs> and I was, like there's a lot of things that can be on this toilet right now. And like, while I'm laying there with my face, like on the toilet seat, I look off onto the floor and there's like a pill on the floor. And I don't know what the pill was. It was really tiny, but I was thinking, I wonder if that helps with headaches. Oh my, (laughs) oh my gosh. You're, you're so dumb. Like it was this total moment of desperation. I was like, God, please you, have mercy on my soul. You were like Paul Blart reaching for the gross <laughs> dum-dum. Oh, yes. you're, 
Gosh. Yeah, so that was a pretty that was a pretty bad low point right there. <clears throat> yeah. And then um so like a week went by and we kind of got past like the tragic events of, of that had occurred. And then I decided, okay, I need to go back to work. Like it's time to go back to work. And I had said to my husband that morning, like, I think I'm okay. I think I can do this. Um I think the, I'm sorry, I'm reading the text line, guys. I think the Mythbuster found that the toilet seat is about the cleanest surface in the bathroom. Yeah, so you'd probably get <clears throat> no face STDs for you. I really hope so, but I just, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling too confident about it. There's a lot of people coming in and out of those bathrooms. Anyway, um, I'm trying to talk about my, my other low point. Oh, sorry. Yes, continue. So I, I returned to work and I'm still working from home. And I start my work day and it starts with my morning meeting. And like I had this whole day like planned out in my head, like it's going to be okay. I'm going to do this and this and this and this. And I'm going to get through the day and then I'm going to get ready for bed and just, you know, absorb everything that happened. It's going to be okay. I can do this. Mm -hmm. I'm good at handling like really stressful situations. But like in my work meeting, there's a couple things thrown at me that I wasn't really ready for, Okay. which typically happens. But this time it seemed to like really kind of like set me on edge to the point. I almost cried in my work meeting, like face cam and all. Yeah. Like wow. I was like really trying to hold it together and it wasn't anything like unusual that's thrown at me. It was like, Hey, you're going to need to come in and do this training on this web thing. And I was like, I think that's worth crying for, I think, probably. I don't think I can go in. Yeah. like, and, and I didn't say, like, no, I couldn't do any of this stuff. I just kept taking notes and was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I was, like, trying to keep from crying, so then I had to mute my mic and make sure not to talk, or they could hear, like, the quiver in my voice. So then I got done with the work meeting, and then I got an email, like, following up, like, hey, you're going to need to do this before you go in. And, like... I couldn't handle it. Like I, I started to like cry and then I was like, oh my gosh, I'm crying. Like, why am I crying over this? And about that time where I was like, why am I crying over this? Like my heart started pounding and then I like couldn't breathe. And this has never happened to me before. And like, it spun out of control. Like, like it was like a tornado of fury of emotions. Like, I couldn't even handle it. Like, um, my husband heard me downstairs, and he came down to check on me. And then my daughter came down to check on me, and they're just, like, sitting there looking at me. And I was, like, trying to, like, pull myself together, but I, like, had no control over my breathing or, like, my muscles or anything. I was just, like, clenching the side of my legs, and, like, I just thought I was going to just, like, pass out. Like, I couldn't control it, and... Um, eventually I calmed down, like it took 30 minutes and then I was like exhausted and then I realized I probably had like a panic attack mm -hmm. anyway. So that's the first time that's ever happened to me. And then I was like freaking out because I was like, what's wrong with me? Am I broken? Like did the trauma that I've just experienced, like, did it break me? And I was like literally thinking like, this is, this is the rest of my life. This is my, the rest of my life now. Like. 
I work in radio, which is a very high stress situation where right. a lot of things get thrown at you and you have to be able to like react really quickly. And I was like, I'm going to just start having panic attacks in front of everybody now and on air. Like, this is great. I, I'm going to have to quit my job now. Anyway, <clears throat> a lot of people helped me to calm down from that moment. I did reach out to like my close circle who was really compassionate towards me. <coughs> But it was my brother-in-law that called me. He's a nurse practitioner. Mm. And he was like, hey, I just want to talk you through like what happened and why it happened and how you can control that if that happens again. And like he made total sense of the whole situation. And like for some reason, just being able to like make sense of it. Like, why are you acting like you're going to pour water on our equipment? Some somebody in the chat asked what I was drinking. Oh, water. It's just a bottle. But it of looked water. like you were picking up the water to pour it on the board and that kind of scared me. Anyway, so you, you <clears> talked to your brother, brother in law right. talked me through like the panic attack thing and the way he explained it to me, and I'm not gonna <clears> explain <throat> it as amazing as he did, but he basically said, like, you know, we're given this fight or flight mode. And if I were in the wild, I would be watching for predators. And if I came across a predator, then I would go into fight or flight mode. And he said, but since I'm not out in the wild, in our everyday lives, we look at stressors as like predators that are going to attack us. And he said, in my situation, what happened to me, the trauma I experienced was like, like I got attacked by a tiger. And so like my spidey senses are up. So I'm like, because I've already been attacked by a tiger, now that I'm walking through my daily life, every stressor, I think, is a tiger getting ready to attack me. And when I feel, like, really overwhelmed like that, I feel like there's too many predators coming after me. And I feel like this is the moment where I need to either fight or run. And so he said, when it comes down to that moment, because you're not acting, you're not doing either, you're not fighting and you're not running... He said that's when your body like freaks out and he said something to do in that moment is to either exercise really quick, like get up, do push-ups, jumping jacks, something. Or he said to start with your feet and start tightening your muscles and then relaxing them and then your ankles and your calves and work all the way up to your head like that to try to calm yourself down. I've heard down. that one before, yeah. Anyway, it made a whole bunch of sense to me. And so then I realized... Just because my senses are up, because I've been attacked, and I feel like other things are, like I can only, he said, you can only handle so much, and so you're at your max of what you can handle right now, so whenever something else comes in, that's why it's a predator coming to attack you. And so as I heal and realize that things aren't, that not everything is going to attack me, then, mm -hmm. then I'll get better. But anyway, so that's what happened. So you guys, today... <gasps> The plan is we're going to throw a bunch of different scenarios <laughs> at Rebecca and we're going to see if we can replicate this scenario. No, we're going to find out what are the tigers horrible. in her life. I've heard so many people talk about having anxiety attacks or panic attacks. And honestly, I was like, I feel really bad for you that that happened. You talked to me about a time it happened to you, mm -hmm. um, but I've never personally experienced it. And that sucked. I did not like that. Like, you are yeah. not in control at all. It's no, horrible. it's weird. You're Like, the whole time you're just sitting there questioning, like, why can't I control my yes. body and emotions? 
It was awful, but it's a little bit of like an example of like the trauma that we actually experienced was, you know, to the point that you're puking and having a panic attack. Yeah, yeah. been through some stuff. Been through some stuff. Yeah. You've seen some things. You know, we're all going through stuff, though. I mean, everybody's going through stuff. Yeah. 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 But there is some good news, Rebecca. There is some good news. We have an announcement. There is some good news. The announcement is a new whale species has been discovered <laughs> off the coasts of New Zealand. Guys, how exciting is that? This is what we've waited for our entire lives, is for this new whale species to be in, be discovered. It was discovered swimming around 6,000 feet below the ocean shores. Guys, it's been there for so long, and we didn't even know it was there. It's just been beneath the surface. I mean, you think about how long has mankind been on the planet, right? Mm -hmm. Couple billion, million, gazillion years? Yeah. At least three. About that, yeah. Years. And uh, we still haven't discovered this darn little whale until recently. So get ready for your life to change. 17 feet long, one ton in weight. That's a big thing to just not even know it existed. I know. Just whenever you thought we had found it all. You know, they say no, like the ocean floors are less explored. We know less about the ocean floors than we do about the moon's surface yeah somebody says that you know discovery of this whale that's just been here all this time and it's this massive thing that's been just below the surface i feel like that's relatable people are asking for pictures of the whale i got you covered hold on a second <laughs> yeah this is going to be disappointing when you see this because you know what it looks like it looks <clears throat> not so much like a whale it looks like a dolphin. It looks like a dolphin. Guys, it, it, it literally just looks like a dolphin. I think this is just like this super fat dolphin. And they're like, no way a dolphin is this fat. Must this be a whale. This has got to be a whale. Yeah. Let's just call it this new whale species. Imagine species, being species. Ima imagine being so overweight that they're like, that's not a human. That's <laughs> something gotta else. It's got to be a whale. <laughs> that's got to be something else. Anyway, it's, it's a beaked whale. That's why it has a, a snout like a dolphin. It's a beaked whale. It actually has tusks. No, it's right here. Fat, right it's here in its bottom jaw. It's got tusks. I just call it what it is. It's got tusks. It's a fat dolphin and they're with calling tusks so it, it can eat more. Uh, the Ramari's beaked whale. Uh, Ramari Stewart was a Maori whale expert, so they're naming it after him. Ramari's beaked whale. It's a fat dolphin. It's a fat dolphin. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a fat dolphin. I have one cat that's very fit and one cat that's very fat. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's calling MJ a whale. Um, somebody in chat asked, how did it breathe? Well, uh, you know, they did talk about that in the... Uh, in the article. In the article, and I forgot about it. It built an apparatus out of seaweed. Mm -hmm. Yep, it did. And it has remained deep below the surface for a very long period of time, continued to add to its apparatus uh, as it swam along. Uh, oh my gosh. They literally quoted me in the thing. The Earth's deep ocean remains less understood than the surface of Mars. So they said Mars instead of... And they didn't put your name for the quote. Ah, it says the authors. That's probably... Uh -huh. It's probably referring to me. Anyway, so that's pretty exciting. We have other news, I guess. Oh, like uh, like exciting news? Like good news? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, got, we got exciting news. We got exciting news. Let me find... I got to remember where all my buttons are again. 
It's been so long. Did I ever have a drum roll? Did I ever set? I don't think I ever had a drum roll. I think you're going to get mixed up now what you have here and what you have at your other station. I definitely 100% am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure am. Anyway, you guys, something exciting is actually happening. Um, and it's a little bit of a bittersweet moment. Mm-hmm. Specifically for our listeners. Mm-hmm. For us, it's No, it's, it's still bittersweet. It's bittersweet. It's bittersweet. We'll explain more. It's bittersweet. In a moment. Our Friday night live streams. They're are, done, so They're done. They're, they're gone. gone. They're, that, I'm it's, sorry. It's, it's done. It's gone. Uh, over. Cannot You do didn't that. know you watched the last one. Mm-hmm. On the, it was the pumpkin spice one? Nope. It was, uh, oh my gosh, imagine if it was the pumpkin spice one and we accidentally took shots on our last live stream. <laughs> Wait, was that our last one? No, it was the uh, Halloween one. Also, if you'd missed the pumpkin spice one, we didn't take shots. Oh, it was the gross candy one. Right. We It was, it was. It was basically vanilla extract, but pumpkin spice vanilla extract. And but it was bad. It was pretty bad. It was pretty rough. It was pretty rough. Um, anyway. The last one we did was the Halloween, the bad Halloween. It, it wasn't supposed to be our last ago. one. We planned to have a last one, and we were going to tell you it was the last one, but, yep. you know, life. It was going to be right. It, it was going to be like our 200th episode. Like, it was all going to line up. Uh, it yeah. was so pretty. Nothing was getting in the way. I think we even said something like, hey, neither one of us have plans to be gone. This uh, is how not- it's going to... This will work out. This will work out as long as, you know, nothing happens and we don't miss any episodes. And the guy was like, <laughs> he's like, oh, get ready. If you only knew. <laughs> no, I don't think he was laughing that sinisterly. Well, you've never heard God laugh, so we'll figure it out one day. But anyway, um, that's not the good news. That's the bittersweet part. That's the bitter part of the sweet. The sweet part is that now. On every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m., Rebecca and I are live on air on 88.5. Life Life 88.5. For Life 88.5 Family Game Night, sponsored by Northland Sonic Drive-Ins. We will say that one million times every oh, Saturday. Yep. If you if you want to hear somebody say Northland Sonic Drive-Ins a billion times, tune in. 7 to 9 p.m. on Life 88.5. But uh, no, that's that's literally it. We're taking our Friday night show. Basically what happened, I keep... Dude, I'm just riding okay. the slider. You're fine. We'll just, we'll just, you know, we'll just cut it. We'll just... Uh, well, now it feels a little better. Anyway, um, we... We're taking our Friday night live stream and we're switching it to radio format mm-hmm. so and extending it two hours. A little bit and a lot less visual. Extending it by an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. 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 What's interesting about this is that we started this podcast with the expectation and the idea behind it all to eventually transition the podcast into radio format. Yeah. And then. We started our Friday night live stream as a way just to kind of get more interaction, to have a live audience and to have some fun games. Get to know our podcast family. And they weren't necessarily like radio friendly all the time. I'm Mm -hmm. sure if people only listen to the podcast, they know exactly what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, But they were fun. And it turns out, at least for the time being, that's the thing that got transitioned. That's the one that got adopted. So yeah, the crazy thing we have, we have two different versions of our podcast. We have what you're hearing right now, our Tuesday podcast that we do do. We live stream on 
Switch and um, YouTube. Oh, I hate you. I forgot how much I hate you. Every time <laughs> you then, say that, it's Twitch. Um, Twitch.tv. So that's it's like our normal now. podcast. It's that was now. what was supposed to transition to radio. And then, you know, we did the fun one, like Nathan just explained, where it's just goofy and you guys get to interact and everything. And that's the one they wanted. Yeah. They they, they wanted us for that. So they, They've never done anything like this on the station before, so we're kind of pioneers, if you will. We're an inspiration. We're kind guys. of wild cards out <laughs> here, you know? In a in a land of mediocrity, media, me, uh, in a land of people not living fully up to expectations, we're raising the bar before they even hit the last one. We're working one. on it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, that might be giving us too much. We're doing a family game night where we're playing a game every single Friday, a different, uh, sorry, Saturday. Saturday. Whoa, mm -hmm. that's going to take some getting used My to. My 80.5 family game night. Sponsored. sponsored by Northland Sonic Trailer. Yep, that's the one. That's the show. Uh, and if you haven't noticed, we do have a sponsor, which is kind of big. Yes, it's not Squatty Potty like I had dreamed, but it is, it one is day, Northland Sonic Drive-In. One day we will be sponsored by Squatty Potty. But, Goals. You know, I should have I should have suggested that. Anyway. Mm -hmm. um, then we'd be giving away free Squatty, squatty Potties, potties which would be great, of, dude. Instead of Sonic And Poopery. We could have given out Poopery. Aw, <laughs> uh, dude. But Sonic is great. I prefer Sonic, actually. Uh, Sure. Sonic's the best, I think. North though, and Sonic Drive-In specifically. Though you could live without Sonic gift card, but you can't live without your Squatty Potty. I think the so North and Sonic Drive-In's uh, marketing team would disagree. Okay. Anyway, anyway, so we're big time shots. We don't have time for Friday we're night goofy shots. news, goofy goofiness like. On, uh, onward and upward, as they as they say. Uh huh. So the goal is to develop this Saturday night show more than it is at the very moment. Mm -hmm. It's great. It's great as is. We have people that call in. They play games with us, and we give away prizes. And we would love for you guys to call in and and win prizes as well. It'd be really fun to get to interact with some of you, like Webb and Richard and. Luke and I'm not giving you any help. I'm just waiting for you to don't let me miss out name. on people. I'm just letting you, Laura. There's one. All of you, all of you. I can't go through all the names. I'm just gonna stop now. Just start, no, just no. Uh, just I'm start gonna, throwing out names. Jeremy, thank you so much, I don't Chris. Want to like forget oh, wow. anybody specifically. Um, Tom. Anyway, and Tom. We, we had a lot Toms. of questions about whether we were going to live stream this as well, and the answer is yes. That is the plan. But right now we really need to get our feet underneath of us and get a little more comfortable with what we're doing before we, we branch out to yeah. that. Oh, yeah. We should give the number a uh, good suggestion. 855-474-8850. Fun fact, I do not have that memorized yet. Uh, yeah, that's all right. Um, should, dude, I, I just thought of this. Hmm. Should we play the promo? Oh my gosh! Yeah, do you have it? We have we have a promo, a radio promo Guys, that Nathan for made. Anybody who ever asked, I had a you know I'll explain after I'll explain after, but we'll play it. Okay. Hey, it's Nathan, and we're shaking up your Saturday nights by bringing families back together for fun, laughs, and some good old-fashioned competition. I'm Rebecca, and we can't wait for you to join us for Life 88.5 Family Game Night, sponsored by Northland Sonic Drive-Ins. There will be loads of fun, interactive games, prize giveaways, 
and of course, uplifting music. So gather the family and join us each Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Plus, have your phone charged and ready to call or text to play and win. 855-474-8850. Life 88.5 Family Game Night, sponsored by Northland Sonic Drive-Ins. That is my favorite part. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, ben asked if if I made that one because it sounded <laughs> better than the other one. Yes, <gasps> pepperoni. What's uh pepperoni in the chat? Yes, I did make that one, and it is live. I had a moment on the way home from uh our first family game night. Uh huh. On Saturday night. I was heading home. I was listening to the radio. It was Sunday. It was Sunday when you went back and recorded your breaks for Sunday night, and then you added in the promo because you didn't have the promo Saturday night. This was on Sunday. I could go back. Oh my gosh! No, you're right. You're right. I usually am. What the heck? Anyway, my brain doesn't make sense. Anyway, so I was on the way home Sunday night, Mm -hmm. the night after our first family game night, and the night that I just I had to go into the studio late to put in that. that promo because an old one was playing and I swapped them out. Needless information. Um, anyway, I got in my car, was driving home, had the radio playing and I heard it and it sounded so good on the radio. My idea with the, with the ending there with the family game night. And then Uh just my idea was like, that's just going to go bow straight into a song Mm -hmm. and it freaking worked. It sounded beautiful. And this, the the thing that caught me off on this promo, it, it's not that it's the first promo I've ever made. It's not even the first promo. It's not my first piece of work to play on air. This was the first thing that I went home and was like, I'm going to do this. And then it's going to air. And I went home and I made it. And then I texted my boss and she was like, yeah, I'm out of town, whatever. Uh, just do it. Do whatever. Do whatever. And so I went in and loaded up the logs and then I put in my own work that hadn't been checked by anybody. I could have said a bad word in there and then would have broadcasted on the air. Could have. Didn't. Didn't. Wouldn't. Because you're a professional ever. and you would never do would something never. like that. Would never. I've never even said a bad word probably, let alone recorded. All right. But I could have. But I wouldn't. But I had the chance to. But I wouldn't have taken that chance. Okay, I didn't so anyway, take they trusted you, and you you uploaded it, and it's good, and there it is, and you get to hear it. And, and it's I like a super proud moment. Yeah, and then I heard it on my way home from work, um, and I friggin' cranked the radio and did some fist bumps and some yelling in my car, which I never do. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, did. here's why this is like such a cool moment for us. Nathan and I met like five years ago when we were both in college at Johnson County Community College. Oh, geez. It's been a long time. Yeah, It's been a while. And we were in a radio production class together. We started eventually hosting a show and working together at the same college radio station. And we really liked working together and thought, you know what? It would be really cool if someday we like were able to do a show together. And then college got over, and we went our we we thought we were going our separate ways. There was some crying going on. In yeah, the because lot. we thought this was it. Like yeah. we thought we drove in separate directions, and that was it. Like our friendship is over. Mm-hmm. Like that mm-hmm. was it. And then our lives just kept intersecting. So unfortunate. <laughs> I was so ready to move on. I had plans. We ended up working together at what was Entercom at yep. the time, and continued to build our friendship and get opportunities to host together. And then we thought, maybe, 
maybe like we could have a career working together. We went to Albuquerque, New Mexico, met with um, some radio professionals there that we really liked and like we wanted to model a show after them. Mm -hmm. And they told us to go back home and start a podcast together so that we could market ourselves as a team. Yeah. And two years later, we just got hired together as a team. And so on Saturday night, we were jumping up and down before we went on air. And we were both a little bit nervous, even though <laughs> I wasn't nervous, <laughs> even though Dude, we're, I've like, never been nervous. we're radio professionals. We both separately have a professional radio career. But this was like such a big moment because we wanted this for mm-hmm. so long and it's actually happening. And so that was a really exciting moment. And our radio production professor, yeah. teacher. Whatever he's called. He's a professor. Radio production professor. Ben Messner. He reached out to me a couple weeks ago and said, hey, you guys want to come talk to my radio production class? We will literally be going to the class to speak. That we like met in. That we, yeah, first started working together. Yeah. So Thursday. freaking circle. Thursday. We're going to go speak to that class. So just finally hired to work together and we're going to go speak at the class where it all began. Question. Do you feel underqualified to talk to that class? Um, I feel like whenever we were in class, the people they brought on were like, I've been in the industry for 20 years (laughs) or 50 Um, years. I don't feel underqualified because I, I feel as though in the last five years, radio has made a huge transition Mm. and we were there for that. Yeah. And I think like we had just gotten in right before the transition happened and then we walked through that transition. And, and so I think uh, we're coming with some fresh experience that I think some old timers that hadn't been through that transition probably wouldn't be able to speak to. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. We're not even preparing for it. We're just showing up. Yeah, I, that's I, what I meant radio to, professionals do. I meant to ask about that. Like, are we supposed to have notes or something? Because oh, last of... time we did like a top 10 list. Oh, yeah, that's true. And we could find those notes, but I think things have probably changed since then. Anyway, well, we that's could... a lot of boring information for me. Yeah, you and there's no way hear, we but... can make another top 10 list. No, that's... we're just going to go sit down and we're going to pretend like we're doing a show and just talk like we do now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, thank you. Thank you so much for your support. And the Tuesday night podcast will continue in case we didn't mention that. Mm-hmm. And like we said, live stream on Snitch and YouTube. I hate your guts. Mm-hmm. I actually hate them. Yep. Um, yeah. And uh, you know what? And join us Saturdays. I'm assuming that nothing else big. I feel like we've run out of big life things. You specifically have run out of big Thankfully, life Thankfully, imagine if there was more. That, that could... Inhibit, prohibit. I don't know. It's kind of scary to say that. Are you saying like us from doing a Tuesday night podcast? You know, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like we're pretty, we're pretty set for a while. No, at this point I am not, I am not even going to test it because who knows? Like I didn't think that this last month would be as insane as it was, but here we are. Here we are. Thankfully. There was times I didn't think I was going to be back here. It was crazy. It was wild. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking, hmm. and I, I, I really was thinking this. Um, I was thinking, I don't know why. I do know why. It's because I watched a YouTube video that somebody else did it. But I kind of want to go to Italy. I, I think it would be cool. And I think the reason I want to go to Italy is because 
I want to make enough money to go to Italy at some point in my life, you know? But not just go to mm-hmm. Italy, but like bring friends and then pay for their whole trip. Okay, that would be fun. Yeah, no, I, I mean, listen, like it'd be I'm fun not... just going to Italy in and of itself, but to be able to pay for friends to go anywhere. Yeah, dude, bring a that's group That's a total of people win. Yeah. And just go and chill and everybody do their thing or whatever. Try some uh, uh, pizza. I mean, I've said this before, bread. but I really want to go to Venice. Something about like the, the watery streets sounds really cool. Is Venice in Italy? Venice, Italy. Is that right? No. No, no, no. Uh, Paris is in France and Thank Italy you. is in France. No, France is in Italy? Uh-uh, no. Nope. Where, France is not in Italy. You're, you're telling me Italy Venice. and Paris are two different places? Yeah. Like like not even like not even in the same uh, country? Oh, we do have a personal pilot. Oh, pe- pepperoni is going to be our personal pilot. Yes. Can you fly us that far? I think we could. Dude, what if your dad said he's in? What if you have to pay for your dad? Uh, I feel like I owe him that, but you can't hang out with me and my friends. Aww. You and mom have to go do your own thing. Venice is in Italy. Thank you, Webb. Okay, did you know that? That's what I just said. I no, wanted, I said that. And no, you were talking about Italy, and I was saying I want to go to Venice. And I said, "Is Venice in Italy?" And then and you I had said, that look. Yeah. Well, I was looking at you like, "Are you insane?" When you said, "Oh, wait, okay. is Paris in Italy?" Okay. Or wait, no, you're like, "Is France in Italy?" And I was like, "Wait," because you have Paris, France, and Venice, Italy. <laughs> Are is Italy and France related in any oh, your way? Your dad said no worries. By the way, pepperoni could try. Only way to know for sure is to try. Listen, we either make it or we don't. Either way, we're going to have the time of our lives. <laughs> For a little bit. For a little bit. I'm partying all the way down, man. hmm Anyway, I didn't bring that up because of this story, but it does make a good transition. Oh, Italy and France are both part of the EU. They're close enough, dude. You know? They're basically the same place. So, uh, speaking of Italy, a car that was parked in the same spot for 47 years is now I'm a monument. I'm my head at Nathan. <clears throat> Sorry, you want to read that again? It's been a while since I've used this. That's mm-hmm. called a transition if you never see what. A car parked for 47 years in the same spot on an Italian street becomes a monument. That is the headline. And that's literally the whole story. There, there was an old car. You, you've read this. You can explain Okay, it. so the interesting part is now this car has been moved. Like it's not even like remaining in the same spot it's become a monument monument but it was moved someplace else which just basically makes it a really old car right yeah wait what i thought the point was that they were like leaving it there and no, making it no they official. decided to move it someplace else and like preserve it as like this car that was in this place for like this really long period of time but now it's no longer in that place anymore bro you ever think there's a lot of monuments in the world do we have a picture of the car? Yes, we have When do my parents keep asking for pictures of the car? Hold on. <laughs> it is a Lancia Fulvia, I believe, which was made in 1963. Uh, okay, you know what? <clears throat> they actually say the year of this car is 1962, but this car wasn't made till 1963. So I think they're a little off. I think this is a second edition of that kind of car, which I bet my son is familiar with. I am not. Oh, geez, this is really messing up. There it is, parked in the street. Um, but they moved it. It's not on the street anymore. No, you can't even go there and see where the car was parked for a really long time. It's 
they completely moved. They were like, we like this car and we're going to do something special with it, but we really just need the parking spot back. Yeah, here was the thing. They needed to do like some street resurfacing or something and they wanted to remove the car, but everybody was emotionally attached to the car. Mm. I'm making this up. Like, I'm just assuming that this is the case because this is the way things tend to go. True. That like the people of the village were like, no, when I was a child, that's how I knew where my house was. And then they were like, I got engaged in front of that car. And then somebody else was like, I had my first kiss in front of that car. And, you know, and so people are emotionally attached to this car. That's and why the, you don't get emotionally attached to And things. the people that are like resurfacing the road is like, I know, come on, but it's just like an old car. And they're like, all right, let's get together with a couple government officials and let's think of a plan. And they're like, how about if we make it a monument and we put it on top of some rocks somewhere and we tell people it's really special so then they can still go back and see this car is just not in the same place anymore and we can resurface the street and the people were like okay yeah that works that's probably how it happened yeah anyway do you think in the grand scheme of things right monuments are typically pretty old this thing is only 47 years old i feel like that's not great (laughs) web as if i have a picture of italy no (laughs) i don't what about venice i i don't even know Oh. Were you not prepared for the show today? <laughs> when have we ever shown <laughs> pictures on the Tuesday night podcast? Well, now it's a thing because we canceled Fridays. And so. <laughs> oh, so we have to put more effort into so, this one? Yeah, now you need to make sure to have the visual effects as well oh my, as oh. the audio effects. Notice how it's me that has to prepare for all this? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Please. Yeah, well, you know how you want to do like all of this traveling and go to, you know, Paris, Italy, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, this trash can has you beat because it traveled all the way from Myrtle Beach to Ireland. When did you do that? Wait, where's the transition? Oh, no! You set no. yourself up no, for it. That transition was so solid, and then you had to go and try and top me, and I know. Uh, I'm not even accepting that. Here, Okay, Rebecca asked for a transition button. I kind of want to make it like Rebecca-like, so... Uh. Oh, you're so annoying. <laughs> That's your transition. You get that one. You get that one. This one's mine. That's called a transition if you never see one. Okay. By the way, Grace is really excited about being the last thing on that promo. Oh, they're asking That's for- Grace's voice? It's Grace's voice. Don't tell her. Really? Don't tell her, but I thought that was Lillian. Really? She That's did, my favorite part. She did a great job with it. Do you it. have a picture of the trash can? Oh, here we go. <laughs> For those of you not watching, it is a blue barrel recycle only trash can. There's your trash can. <laughs> uh, what about this even says Myrtle Beach? I don't know. Maybe this is just like the, the blue barrel trash can. Like maybe only Myrtle Beach has these trash cans or something like that. Or maybe on the other side, it says Myrtle Beach. Or maybe in that little circle that you're trying to like look in closely on and it's really difficult to read. The little logo? Yeah. Maybe that says Myrtle Beach. Unlikely. Anyway, Unlikely. There is an identifying factor somewhere that this trash can is from Myrtle Beach and it showed up in Ireland. It just went through, just kind of sailed over there, huh? Yes. So just when you thought you're, you were getting some traveling going, this this trash can just topped you because it's it's making its way down around the town. world. Floating Downtown. fast. 
Yeah, you know, downtown yeah. to Ireland. Myrtle Beach, Ireland. You know what's interesting about Ireland is it's part of the EU, I think, maybe. Italy <laughs> and France are also part of the EU. Germany. Germany is also part of the EU. You know who isn't part of the EU, I don't think? Hmm. The UK. Okay, <clears throat> so I'm think. really bad at geography here, but yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like Jim- New Germany, France, Italy... Ireland, maybe? I don't know. Maybe I'm Ireland. I'm going to stop guessing because maybe, I make myself sound more and more dumb the more I try to figure out geography. Maybe Ireland is part of the UK. Anyway, what about this trash can? Dude, this is your story, man. What about the trash can? It floated to Ireland I had from the Myrtle excellent Beach. transition. Okay, it traveled like 3,500 miles or something like that. Yeah, it did. There was a hurricane. Oh, that's how I got yeah, and okay. you know, there's a lot of buoyancy and barrels, and I bet it just moved right along as the winds just kept on pushing it and made it all the way to Ireland. And then some kids on the beach were like, "What? What is a trash can from Myrtle Beach doing here in Ireland?" Crazy how those little kids knew that it was from Ireland. You know, from Myrtle Beach. Did it still have trash in it? That's the question I want answered. Ooh, um, probably not. Probably not. It did have some uh, barnacles on it. Maybe some mussels. What are what are those things that stick? Brussels? Barnacles, Brussels, and mussels. Okay. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. It had some uh, it had some live things on it. Ireland is part of the UK. Freaking nailed it, EU, dude. Not UK. EU. That's what I said. You said UK. Well, I said EU first. Since 1973. I said EU first. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's not important anymore. Um, here's a question for you, Rebecca. Okay. Uh, I'm not even trying with a transition this time. I'm just going for it. We're actually talking about stories right now. What is this? I don't know. It's a new us. I guess. Yeah. We're professionals now. So we're Do you have really any pictures of the barnacles? <laughs> Get out. No. <laughs> no, please. No. Like no. 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 What was that audio playing? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Are you like all turned around right now? Dude, you know, you know what should be illegal? All right. Hmm. You know what should be illegal? Auto playing videos. Auto playing videos. News websites, Rebecca, no offense, but news stations I don't create have the those. worst websites ever. And they're all the exact same. They all hire the same guy. They all use the same format. I don't to make even their have permission to little websites post on my that have website. But tons of ads and autoplaying videos that you cannot for the You're life watching of you. On the stream, shut up! Nathan looks like a mad scientist, like very passionate about how he can't get his vaccination approved. You cannot. <laughs> you can't. You can't tell these things to not play. I paused this video probably four times. <laughs> I want to go get like your white lab jacket and your mm. goggles and put them on your head so you accurately look like a mad scientist. Maybe I sh- I'll do that for, uh, uh, what's the one where you dress up? Halloween. I'll do that for Halloween. You already did that last I know. Year. We missed our Halloween live streams. I wanted to mm-hmm. do ghost pepper stories again. I'm sorry. My life got flipped upside down. I wanted to do ghost pepper stories again. Let and I wanted story. to do, I wanted I wanted to do Just sit right down uh, VR horror games. Uh-huh. We can still do that one. No, though. I did. I didn't even do it like virtual reality. I, I did was, horror games like reality. It was just regular <laughs> reality. The RR, if you will. I was like, let's see how bad life can be- get and let's do it for reals. It's playing again. 
kids as young as nine. Why? Look at. Oh. You can always just mute your tap, Nathan. Oh, this is the worst. If you scroll down and scroll back up, it unpauses itself. So anyway, the story here is asking, did technology make us lie more? Are people lying more since the rise of social media and smartphones? Bam, 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 play some meatball. I love that reference. <laughs> I thought Just it was meatball shooting forever. Some I, meatball outside the school. If we didn't do this podcast, I would forever think that that was meatball rather than b-ball. It's a learning experience. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air song. It's a learning experience. I'm kind of sad that you ruined it for me. I could have <laughs> just gone on just saying meatball forever and been as happy as could be. And now I know it's b-ball. And every time I have to be like, man, I really missed it on that one. Rebecca, are you coming over for pie on Thanksgiving evening? Ooh, your mom just invited me over to your house for pie on Thanksgiving evening. Mom, I thought we talked about this. <laughs> they eat too much. There's not enough leftovers. I will get back to you, Renee, because I may be going to Omaha to see my in-laws on Thanksgiving. If not, then yes, for sure, we will be coming over. To I'll let you know as soon as possible. Thank you for asking, though. That's That's been one of those, like many traditions that you didn't really see coming going to your house on thanksgiving for pie for pie yes. while everybody's looking at black and friday thankfully ads. you had relatives that became had celiacs mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah thankfully for and that. so now i get pies that are gluten-free yeah they did that specifically with you in mind by the <laughs> also way also didn't see that coming <laughs> <laughs> um if i can't go can you save some pies for me absolutely not. Thank you. So anyway, are people direct. lying more since the rise of social media and smartphones? I'm just going to speed through this and tell you, yes, people are lying more. The reason being is anonymity, because if you're not speaking face to face some, with somebody, it's a lot easier to lie. So people are like texting white lies happens less on email because those have to be a little bit longer and you're specifically emailing about something. But yes, when people are texting or posting on social media, they're telling more white lies than they would if they were having a face-to-face -face conversation mm -hmm. with you. Like, uh, I'm on my way whenever you're, like, not yet. You know what's really been great about, like, being able to text instead of call? What? The whole, like, telling your boss you're sick thing. Oh, that's true. Like, before, you had to work up that sick voice. Like, mm -hmm. even if you were really sick, yeah. but you didn't sound sick, you had to make yourself, like, sound like you were mis miserable or you just, like, woke up or something. Yeah. Yeah, but now you can just text and be like, yeah, I'm not feeling well. And then there's like, there's nothing to even question. It's not like they're going to be like, all right, well, what's going on? Have you ever had a job where they like ask like, but could you still come in though? Um, okay. Maybe not like, could you still come in? But since I'm working from home, oh, it's like. All right, are you able to still record stories for tomorrow? Uh, like, maybe you can't anchor, but can we still have some stories for the morning show? Or if I write them for you, could you at least record some stories for me? Or stuff like that. Uh, so there's there's there has been some negotiating. So I do have to make it clear how sick I am mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when I'm saying I'm sick. But honestly, it, I I don't. I never take like a full day. When this critical medical emergency happened with my daughter, I kid you not, my text message to my bosses, guys, what happened was so serious, there was no way I was going to work. 
but I was still trying to figure out like how I could work in the midst of everything and was like, I am so sorry to do this to you guys. I know you were really short staffed, but I'm not able to come in today. Both my bosses texted me back and said, don't worry about us. You stay where you're at and you focus on your daughter and you take your time. And then they like checked in with me and we're like, just making sure that you were going to take the time you need Mm. and we're doing great. I don't want you to think like they were really good about making sure that I was not like feeling guilty about being gone or anything. That was, that was great. Yeah. (sighs) That's good. Working from home is kind of like, uh, like being homeschooled in the, in, in the sense of like, yeah, I'm not feeling well. I don't think I'm going to be able to work. And they're like, but like, how sick, right? Like, are you like, uh, I can I can take a walk? You know, my mom would always be like, if you're not sick enough that you can't play video games, then you're not sick enough that you can't do school. <laughs> if you're too sick to do school, you're too sick to, for video games, is what she would say. Oh, Renee, I know uh, you don't really sound like that. Come on! It doesn't take any effort to play games. Okay, so that's not just for homeschool students because now every assignment comes on an iPad. Mm. And so, like, Grace is home from school right now because not only did she have a critical medical emergency when she got home, she ended up with, we don't know, they thought she had strep, and then that came back negative, but they gave her medicine for strep. And then we found out yesterday the second test came back negative. But the medicine was working, so then they're like, well, but maybe she has mono. And then today the doctor was like, you know what, I think maybe she did just have strep and we missed something. She has some kind of bacteria. Anyway, the point of explaining that is that she's missing more school now because she got sick when she got better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She got better for a couple days and then she got really sick again. So her, her teachers are all like, no big deal. All of your assignments are on your iPad. You can continue working from home on your iPad. Perfect. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. She opened up her iPad and she had like 46 assignments due. And she was like, she just threw it across the room. She's like, I just, no, I can't. Frisbee that bad boy out the window. Yeah. Toss it. Anyway, technology can be great, but it also makes it really difficult to escape from anything Mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Though I did have mono whenever I was in college and still went to class and stuff so yeah you know i'm not i'm not like you know it's whatever like i'm pretty tough so i can't hold everybody up to that standard i felt but. so bad for this girl i i have had sore throats in in my past grace has had two significant sore throats in her life the first time she was probably about four years old and she had a massive bulge in the side of her neck so i took her to the er she was very young and that i had never seen that before right And they're like, well, she might have strep. They did a strep test. It was negative. And they're like, well, if it's not strep, it also could be this rare childhood cancer that is really fast moving. And we need to make sure it's not that. So they did $3,000 worth of tests to find out. And then the second test, strep test, came back positive. So she did not have pediatric cancer. Yay! But she did have strep. So this time... you had a big bill. Yeah. So this this last week she came, which is to arguably me worse. And she was like, "My throat is sore." And she like lifted up her chin, like to rub her throat. And I was like, "Oh my <laughs> gosh!" And she had that huge bulge. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, you might have strep." Huh. And I was like, "Let's get the flashlight. Let me check your throat. See if there's white pockets. That means strep, right? If you have white pockets, you're like, that's strep. 
Sure. Uh, that's what I've always heard. So I checked her throat. It was like bubble wrap Ew. around her throat, just like white pockets everywhere. It was so bad. So we ended up taking her to the doctor and, you know, she has a mask on at the doctor's office and the doctor goes to take her mask off and he goes, oh, <laughs> like that's a really bad reaction. And then she opened her mouth and showed him all the pockets. <laughs> no, seriously. He said, whoa, because of the bulge in oh, her neck. Oh my gosh. And then when she opened her mouth and he was like, oh, you've got a really bad case of whatever this is. <laughs> You got a bad case of something. Like he was super compassionate to her and was like, honey, you are in so much pain and I am so sorry for how you're feeling right now. And mm. <clears throat> anyway, poor thing. She is doing significantly better today yeah. though. Last good, good, couple good. days. She's made a turn for the positive. Yeah. And that, that wasn't even the, the emergency. No, that was, that was not at all the emergency. Here, here's the thing with this poor girl. She was really sick the week before she was hospitalized. Okay. She was really sick with like an upper respiratory infection. Mm -hmm. And then she had a critical medical emergency that hospitalized her. And she was in the hospital for a week, came home, and then got whatever this was. Like two days later. Dang, dude. Yeah. And she turned 17 in there somewhere. Mm. That'd be a good memory. She'll remember that birthday for sure. She blew out her birthday candles right before she got all those white pockets. Oh, I can't eat her cake because I'm gluten-free, but everybody else, they got exposed to whatever bacteria she blew all over that cake. Well, uh, listen, you could probably start some sort of something on Facebook. My daughter got these white pockets on the back of her throat after blowing out birthday candles. <laughs> Down with big candle. And then you can write like a big old thing and make some conspiracy theories, uh -huh. get some... Uh, some people backing you up. Uh huh. I think you got something there. You, uh -huh. This could be big. This could be big for you. Yep. It's good to be back. Yeah. And we will be back here in a little bit for our Let's Be Honest. Yeah. Not not here live. No, but like for you patrons. Right, 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 right. Because uh, we also, there's something else we have to address because we have no Friday nights. Mm -hmm. That's part of uh, the patron thing. So we have to, we have to address that as well. Yeah. That'll be on the, let's be honest though. Uh-huh. And then you can join us Saturday night on Life 88.5 for Life 88.5 Family Game Night, sponsored by Northland Sonic Drive-Ins. <laughs> Nailing that. Web says, glad you are back, guys. Sorry to hear about Friday shows, but congrats on the Saturday night show. Thank you, Web. Thank you. Really, we miss our, we miss our family on Friday nights. Mm. We miss seeing those names and the personalities, and that that's the bitter, that's the bitter of the sweet for us because we really will miss a lot of you that um, may not make it over to Life eighty eight point five on Saturday nights. Yep, but I'm gonna miss them. We've got you here if you want to continue to join us. That's true. Every Tuesday we stream our uh, regular podcast on Twitch. We need to see if we can get Angel YouTube. to make a transition over to Tuesday nights. Oh yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. Get the whole crew here. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's all we got for this show. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Sorry we took so long to get here. Listening to me whine and complain about how horrible my life's been lately. Yeah, geez. That's pretty much this, the whole premise of this podcast. <laughs> so 
your regularly scheduled um, content. Wasn't it you that was like having really bad things happen for a long time and then we just switched? Yeah. But that's part of being a good co-host, mm-hmm. you know? We, we, take we take turns. on yeah, we take on each other's take burdens. Turns having bad days. That's right. Anyway, we will uh, not see you Friday. You can hear us Saturday though, and if you call in, then we'll, we'll hear you. We'll talk to you. Yep. And maybe give you a prize if you win. But until next Tuesday, fingers crossed. My name's Nathan. And I'm Rebecca. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.